Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining us for episode 27. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. As you know, it would be greatly appreciated. This week, we will be quickly recapping the 3M Open, as well as going into my favorite bets and DraftKings plays for the 2022 Rocket Mortgage Classic. So, the 3M actually was a little bit more interesting than I thought it would be. Obviously, the field was not great. And once Hideki Matsuyama pulled out after the first round, it got even worse. But... I did come away with an outright, had Tony Finau at 15-1, to 1, so was pretty happy about that, and it was definitely unexpected, because Piercy looked like he was running away with the thing the whole time. I basically, every single round after the first round, was just waiting for him to fall apart. Saturday, I had bet against him in a head-to-head, thinking that would be the day, but it didn't happen, and then Sunday, it happened. He just absolutely fell apart, and Finau quickly took the lead, and, and just didn't let it go. So got another outright on the season. Definitely happy about that. As far as the 3M goes, obviously the field wasn't great, but I really do like that course. Like, you know, it's great because there's a lot of scoring, so it can be exciting, but at the same time, anybody can blow up on any hole. So it's a a good mix of, you know, guys going really low, but danger around every corner. So I actually liked it quite a bit and uh, pretty excited to get into the Rocket Mortgage this week. This week there's not as much trouble around so it's probably going to be a birdie fest so with that in mind let's just get right into the course the rocket mortgage more i can't say mortgage for some reason the rocket mortgage classic is held at detroit golf club the course is a donald ross designed 7300 yard par 72 with bent grass poa greens there's really two courses here that are kind of mixed together to make one course. So it's actually separate 36 holes and that they mix and match to, to make it the 18 hole for the tournament. There's only been three years at the tournament. So the info isn't exactly abundant on the course, but there's obviously a lack of trouble, very easy to hit fairways. So a lot of guys really just try and bomb it off the tee. If you miss wildly, there is some deep surrounding rough, so you could get some trouble in the rough if you you miss a little bit wildly. But overall, like I said, these these fairways are pretty easy to hit. The greens are easy to hit, about 72% GIR percentage. So obviously, if guys are bombing it off the tee, leads to shorter approach shots. So wedges come into play a lot here. And basically, 40% of approach shots are from the 125 to 175 yard distance. So those wedges will play a very, very, very key piece here. Really, the name of the game is going to be hitting greens and making your putts. Whoever does that the best will be the winner. And really, there is no specific skill set that you need here. Anybody is really in play. It's just going to come down to hitting those greens and hitting those putts. So with that in mind, I have made a couple bets already, and one of which is this field is obviously a little bit stronger than last week with a couple good names at the top. But I got Max Homa at 22 to 1. I just think in this field, for him to be over 20 to 1 is, is definitely a good bet. And I usually don't have a problem betting Homa anyway, so I immediately put that in. The next bet I made was Adam Scott at 33 to 1. He hasn't been playing a lot lately, but has been playing well and and 
for his skill set and what I think he could do and the way he's been playing, I got him at 33 to 1, thought that was a good number for this field. And then also bet got her up top 20 at plus 350. I also saw a 100 to 1 outright on him. I was thinking about possibly making that, but for now we're just going to go with the top 20. And those are the only bets I've made so far. I'll probably be adding another one maybe in the 50 to 1 range and then probably take like two bombs. So if we go to DraftKings, I am probably going to play Patrick Cantlay. I'm kind of interested to see how people view him as the most expensive. Not too expensive. 10700 really isn't crazy in this field. So I'll probably sprinkle a little bit of him in, but I'm definitely going hard on Tony Finau. 10600 Obviously, he won last week, and I really don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he can go back-to-back. Over the last 24 rounds, he is first in total strokes gain, first tee to green, third off the tee, 11th on approach, and seventh around the green. So he is clicking in all facets of the game. And I, I think this course suits suits him pretty well, and I, I could definitely see him going back-to-back. Like I said, I've already made a bet on Max Homa, and I will definitely be playing him as well on DraftKings. I have a feeling he's going to be pretty popular at 9,900. Homa tends to always be popular, and, and when you have a field strength such as this, and he's under 10,000, I definitely see a lot of people going to him, but that probably won't deter me. He's been playing well since his win at the Wells Fargo back in May, 5th tee to green, 5th on approach, 14th off the tee, and 7th in putting over the last 50 rounds. So, also said I made a bet on Adam Scott, and I will definitely be going to him in DraftKings as well. think his price is pretty good at 9300 Like I said, he's been a little bit inactive, only played the Open and the U.S. Open in his last two, and came 15th and 14th at those, so good finishes there. He's 6th on approach and 8th in birdies or better over the last 50 rounds. So if he can get the putter to to work in his favor, I think he can string together some birdies on this course. Then if we drop down just a hair, Keegan Bradley will also be in my player pool at 9,200. Wasn't really a productive trip across the pond for Keegan. He did miss the cut at the Open and the Scottish Open. But he did have three top 10s in his previous six tournaments prior to that, and he gained on approach in all of those. Seventh on approach, 12th off the tee, and 14th in birdies are better over the last 50 rounds. So I like where Keegan's at, and actually has been putting pretty well too. So definitely will be in on some Keegan Bradley. Next, going to drop down a bit into the low eights. I don't know how much I'm going to be in the $8,000 range, but Webb Simpson does actually interest me a bit at $8,300. He plays Donald Ross design courses very well. Not really sure what's going on with him. You know, he's showed some better form recently, but then missed a couple cuts. So really hasn't looked great, but I'm willing to take a chance on him at 8,300. He did actually come eighth here back in 2020. So going to go with the Donald Ross narrative and, and hope that Webb can actually show up and, and not be the, the terrible version we've seen re- recently. Next, I'll be playing... Brendan Steele, 7,500. I really like how Steele looks to rate out for this course. Steele is third tee to green, second off the tee, fourth on approach, seventh in opportunities gained over the last 24 rounds. He's gained off the tee in 12 straight tournaments, so he is just mashing it off the tee. And like we said, you know, fairways are easy to hit here, so if he can just 
keep continuing to gain off the tee. I definitely think he can make a run into the weekend. He did miss the cut last week, but came 25th, 10th, and 9th in his previous three tournaments, so some pretty good form. And next, I will be going back to Goderup. Like I said, I've already made the top 20 on him. But at 7,400, I think he will definitely be a good piece. If, if you know, you want to jam a couple guys, more expensive guys, we can go down to this lower seven range. So Goderup has gained off the tee in four straight events. He's seventh in opportunities gain, 11th tee to green, and ninth on approach over the last 24 rounds. So definitely like some Goderup. Think he could string some birdies together. And next is another guy that I'm very interested to see what the ownership is going to be on him. Because Adam Svensson... Let a lot of people down last week, and now he's only $7,200 in this field, so with the chalk failing last week, if people are not going to go back to him, I am willing to go back to Svensson. You know, the putter is not always there. That's usually his downfall, but we know the ball striking will be there, so if, if Svensson's going overlooked, I will definitely throw him in the pool. Another guy, Austin Smotherman, 7000 He just looks to have a great skill set required for this course. He's good on approach, good off the tee, he's good with the wedges, and at at 7,000, you really don't need him to really be too great. He can basically just be himself and and have a middling finish and pay off at that price, so I am fine with Smotherman. Down in the sixes, first look, I really didn't love anybody, but a couple guys that stuck out that'll definitely be in the player pool. I like Tyler Duncan, 6,900. Like Nate Lashley, 6,800. Obviously, he won here a couple years ago. And also looking towards Lee Hodges at 6,800. He's been playing well lately. I think he had a 16th last week, if I'm not mistaken, at the 3M. So 6,800 for Hodges. I'm willing to throw him in the pool as well. So far, that's all I've got. If you want to check back tomorrow which is Tuesday, thehelmsports.com. I will have my full write-up. I will have my core, my ownership projections, fades, and pivots. So check out thehelmsports.com for all of that. Just an announcement. Obviously, I love golf. I made a case earlier in the year of why you should love golf as well, but I am under no illusions that it is second, if not even further back compared to football. Now, football is right around the corner. The NFL season is right upon us. So just making an announcement, we will be doing our NFL positional fantasy preview coming up soon. I will have the host of characters, Fitz, Dave Utnick, Mike Carpenini. Everybody will join you know, throw their two cents in so we can get you guys ready for the NFL season. Then once the DraftKings pricing comes out for week one, we will do a DraftKings show as well, probably with a cast of characters. So definitely stay tuned for that. I know a lot of people are definitely more excited for NFL than they are PGA. So we will definitely bring in you content on that front. Thank you as always for listening and be sure to step on out there.